0: Episode of the Review at Rob show. I am, of course, your host, Review at Rob, coming at you with all kinds of goodies this week. A little bit of goodies, you know. Got some uh, bits and pieces to talk about on the DC front and the horror front, as well as good, good couple uh, other stories in the movie realm going on. Review this week, if you can tell by the title there. It's gonna be the newest jammy jam from M. Night Shyamalan, Knock at the Cabin. Got to finally check that out, so... A couple weeks after it's released, but finally got to check it out over the weekend, watch that with my brother Tombstone Josh. And it was uh you know, I'll give you my read when we get there. Before we get there, man, it was a interesting time. This is the last time we talked here. I did last week's episode episode. Since then I've been uh on Slash Report, one of the amazing shows here on the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Got the guest on that show. I get to be on that show every now and then, and it was fun to be back on it. Uh, it's more of a scheduling issue. They, I work late you know, and to record at night, and they record during the day. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but this week it kind of synced up, and it was awesome. We got to talk some fun things, and there will be news that we talked about in that show that I'm not going to talk about on this episode, so I say, go check out Slash Report for some other topics, and I'll bring those up again when we get to uh, those areas. But I was on Slash Report, and then after that, the Throw Me Podcast Network, the whole group got to do the anniversary special, man, because the Throw Me Podcast Network turned one. We're one year old. You know, it's awesome to uh, finally be at that point, and we did a celebration, had a good time, talked some memories, talked some fun stuff, and then had a championship bout with Joe from, I guess this is Growing Up podcast, facing me. The champ, the champion of the Thrill Me Podcast Network's first ever reigning defending champion. And I can say now that time has passed. I am still the reigning defending champion of the Thrill Me Podcast Network, man. It was a fun time. You no know, support to Joe. I'm not going to, you know, talk crap. We talk crap leading into it, but, you know, it's part of the network. <laughs> and be nicey-nice and all that stuff. But great challenge there. You know, first round was rough for both of us. Um, second round. Uh, a little bit better for him in the first round. Second round got better for me, and I took the lead. And then the third round, I just held on to that lead. Um, I didn't even have to worry. You know, risk was taken, and you take some risks. Sometimes some bad things happen, and but bad things for them because it's good for me because I'm still the champion. <laughs> you know? So happy about it. Glad I got to uh, defend the championship. I had a longer reign than Kane. Kane's first championship was one day, so I was already ahead of that, but I was a little like, come on, man. I can't lose the first time I defend the championship. So, again, it was looking rough in the beginning, but finally got there. If you want to check out the whole show, it is on the Throw Me Podcast Network's YouTube. You can watch the whole video. We had a great time. All you know, we had the representation there. Unfortunately, Tombstone Josh couldn't be there, but we did a video afterwards. Tombstone Josh and I did a little celebration drinky drink that is also on the Throw Me Podcast Network's YouTube. We did an adult butter beer so you want to check that out that is there as well check out all the throw me podcast network stuff man all of our shows are on the youtube we've got some fun videos on there as well like gameplays and trailer reactions and then you can hear all of our shows wherever you listen to podcasts we've got the metal groove podcast that's new episode out now with a good pretty awesome interview on it uh we've got the slasher report we've got i guess this is growing up we've got core memory unlocked we got mr wonderful doing his thing over there we've got fun stuff going down so check that all out over on the Throwing Podcast Network, wherever you listen to your podcast. And again, we got the YouTube up there. You can do some Instagram following, some Facebook following as well, whatever works for you. But nonetheless, that's what's been going on with me since the last time we talked here. I am still the champion, thankfully. Can't wait to uh, see what happens next. We got the March Madness bracket, which is the next thing on Docket where we're going to find a challenger. Challengers challenges go through the Docket. I get, to, I get to hang back and watch and see the madness and then, you know, see who my number one contender will be coming out of that. But very excited, man. Happy to still be champion. <laughs> Going from that fun madness into this week's episode, we always kick off the show with a review. Remember, every single review I do on the show is, one, spoiler free. I will never spoil a movie on this show. Um, I will never spoil a movie in general. I do not like that. Uh, and two, I will never tell you not to see a movie because that's just wrong. That's not supporting the movie world. Be like, hey, see it. But I'm going to give you my thoughts on the movie. If you know, that movie, so if that sways you in one way or the other to see it or not see it, totally fine. I get that. But I will never tell you not to see a movie. So let's go ahead and get into this review for this week. Again, it is M. Night Shyamalan's latest movie, Knock at the Cabin, which did do pretty well at the box office. It is rated R for violence and language. It is a mystery thriller drama film running in at one hour and forty minutes. It is still in theaters, and it is also... Streamable on video on demand for you know price. It's a uh, 19.99 on some services. It's like 19.95 on other services. It's a it's a different kind of pay scale. Or you know you could buy it for like 25 or maybe I think there's another place it was like 19.99. You can buy it. I don't know, but it's out there on video on demand. If you're if you're not able to see it in theaters, which is what my brother and I did. We you know watched a video on demand. Now, knock at the cabin while vacationing at a remote cabin. A young girl and her parents are taken hostage by four armed strangers who demand that the family make an unthinkable choice to avert the apocalypse. With limited access to the outside world, the family must decide what they believe before all is lost. Now, Rotten Tomatoes' credit score comes in at 67%, while the audience scores at the 64%, so pretty close there. IMDb has it at 6.2 out of 10, which is also... Thinking-wise, pretty close as well. So what are my thoughts on the film itself? Now, M. Night Shyamalan, I talked about him last week. He signed a deal with Warner Brothers because his films have, throughout the last several decades, he's one of the few people, if maybe the only person, to have a film debut at number one throughout multiple decades. I'm sure that's not right, that he's the only person, but he did make a lot of money, and Warner Brothers was smart enough to add that in there. Now, if you've watched M. Night Shyamalan's movies, there's always this kind of twist that you're looking for in the films, and there's always a feeling here and there, and then also the films are a bit hit and miss, there's movies that are really, really good, there's movies that are like, meh, you know, and then there's movies like The Happening where like, what the fuck, you know, <laughs> um, which if you're a fan of The Happening, cool, I get it, I love Tom Cruise's Mummy, and I get a lot of shit for it, whatever, but overall, I was interested in the movie, one, freaking Rupert in it. <laughs> huge Wizarding World fan, Rupert Grint's in a thing, I'm gonna check it out when I get the chance, so it was cool to see him in it, Dave Bautista's in it, big Bautista fan, right, Um, as an actor, I remember when he was wrestling, I was the biggest fan of him to begin with, but as time went on, I, you know, and I got older and stopped dealing with, you know, "Ah, stop pushing this person, you know, anger that you, most wrestling fans get, and a lot of wrestling fans still get, even at my age now, but, um, I I like Bautista, I like what he's done in the acting world, and I like the fact that he takes on a lot of different roles, I appreciate that in him, and, it's was interested in the concept of the movie like these four randos show up at a cabin which is of course in the woods horror movie trope <laughs> um and which this is not necessarily a horror movie it's a mystery thriller kind of deal but it does get pretty violent um but it, it's, it's an interesting idea you know these four people show up at a cabin and they're telling you oh you have to sacrifice a member of your family to stop the apocalypse from happening and of course, you're always you're going to immediately met with what the hell are we talking about here? You know, if you're in that situation, like what, what's going on here? What what are we doing? You know, what do you mean? The apocalypse, because, you know, some people believe that some people do not believe in that. Um, but it's a very random occurrence for, for people who are wielding weapons you got somebody as huge as batista <laughs> you know you're like what the hell you know this is this is crazy we're in the middle of the woods we got no freaking service this is this is insane like what do we do here i think the movie itself is fine um it is a very very slow paced film though um so you gotta be on board for that to get through the movie uh, it is it is a pretty standard pace throughout the film uh, it will pick up here and there, but not a lot. It's very, very tensiony, if that's a word. I don't know if that's a word, but it, it's it's based on a lot of tension again, which is kind of what you get with the M. Night Shyamalan movies. He's he's good at building this tension with his stuff and the mystery of what is happening here, and what's going on here, be it ghosts or plants coming to life or whatever the hell it was that was happening, in the happening. Um, but you know stuff like that, and then of course you know glass and. All the uh, the other movies he's got. There's just this this tension that of the the mystery of it all that is building in it. And of course there is some drama aspects of it because you know the parents with the kid and all that. What are you what can you do here? And then the world's coming to an end and all that stuff. It's 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 an interesting concept without a doubt. Um, and I think the movie is fine. I'm not gonna sit here and, you know, like overly praise it. I don't think it's one of M. Night Shyamalan's best movies. I I don't know that it'll stay on my Radar as a movie that I remember from this year, just to be completely honest, you know, I mean, I've seen four new movies this year so far, Megan's still at the top, like, that's not going anywhere, um, we'll see what happens soon, because we got, you know, movies coming out, we got Creed 3 hitting this week, next week we have Scream 6, which, you know, we'll see how that turns out, (laughs) um, wasn't the biggest fan of Scream 5, and then we have, uh, 65, coming out the same day as Scream, which sixty five I'm highly anticipating. That movie could probably take the spot over Megan, but I went into that long talk for whatever reason because um Knock at the Cabin feels like one of those movies that was good at the time. Like the time that it came out it came out early February. And it's one of those early year releases where it's like one of the bigger quote movies to come out at a time when there's not a lot of stuff happening like i said the next couple of weeks we have got some things going down movie wise that are just just start piling on and knock at the cabin could probably be one of those movies that unfortunately gets forgotten in the year but with all the stuff that is coming especially i mean if you got all these dc movies coming you got the marvel movies coming not to mention other stuff that's releasing later this year you know knock at the cabin could probably be forgotten about And it's not a bad movie overall but again it is a very it's, it's it's a tense pace and it's it's like it's a mystery but not like a mystery like a Knives Out movie or anything like that where you're trying to figure things out that way it's more of a this is a weird what's happening kind of thing you know to the point of you're like and then if you've watched M. Night Shyamalan movies you're waiting to see where it goes because you know you know the bits of a M. Night Shyamalan movie and you're waiting for it to get to the point where things get figured out and all that stuff so not a bad movie, but again, I don't know if it's something I'm going to run to watch again on top of, I don't know if it's a movie. It probably will not make my top 10 of the year, but it it's one of those movies. I mean, looking at the movies I've watched this year, I, I would probably put it forth, you know, I mean, again, Megan's one sick, sick, wasn't bad. I think i like sick more than knock at the cabin than Ant-Man three, which was a fine movie as well for the time that it came out, you know, um, So, yeah, Knock at the Cabin is just going to run into, you know, some problems when other movies come out. It may be a forgotten film of the year, but it's not bad. Like, and I know I've said that a couple times already. I'm just kind of long-winding this for no reason. But overall, it was enjoyable enough. You just got to stick with it while, you know, everything gets figured out and they work through all the motions and everything. The violence of the movie. I'm trying to remember because I watched this a couple days ago. But the violence of the movie... Is more of a how do I put this idea of what's happening, more than a seeing of what's happening. If that makes sense, and that doesn't spoil anything. But it's more of a camera moving away kind of deal, which is interesting because it, it has this R rating. It, it I mean there is it's violent, you know <laughs> it's definitely violent, but it's not like a Rob Zombie violent. You know, it's a it's a more of a you get the idea violent as opposed to the visual violent. That makes sense. Oh, I mean, that makes sense in my head because I've seen the movie, but hopefully that makes sense to you uh, the way I'm putting it out there. But overall, again, I'll say the movie's fine. Uh, it's what it was. You know, maybe I'll watch it again at some point in time, but I'm not going to run to watch the movie again. You know, if I do an M night Shyamalan marathon, which could be possible with the nightmare on reveal street show, they're still working on ideas for the next version of that. Maybe could end up doing that. Who knows? But overall, decent movie. Didn't hate it. Um, I left. I left watching it fine. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, there you go. That's my that's my viewpoint on Knock the Cabin. If you've seen it, man, let me know what you think. Send me a, a message on the Twitter or whatever. <laughs> let me know what you think. All right, let's jump into DC news. I have two things here to talk DC wise. Actually, three things. They showed Red Death for the Flash show. Um, no, don't like that. Don't like that at all. Uh, I have not watched the Flash show in quite some time. Uh, if you don't know what the Red Death is, let me tell you what that is real quick. So to put it in like lamest terms, the Red Death is Bruce Wayne. Uh, In the timeline, Bruce Wayne is traumatized by the deaths of, you know, his very sidekicks, meaning Robin, uh, multiple Robins, of course, and sought to harness the Speed Force as a means of upgrading his crime-fighting ability. Now, uh, the Flash... Which now going back real quick, meaning the Red Death is a villainous version of Batman from uh, Earth fifty two. Earth fifty two, and how he got his powers is freaking metal, man. Uh, Batman took advantage of the Flash's compassion uh, and you know used that to knock him out, strapped him to the freaking Batmobile, to, and then you know used that to tear to the Speed Force, which resulted in merging uh, Barry and Bruce. Um, transforming them into the red death uh so that's the red death the character on the flash and i haven't seen the show so i can't fully you know talk about it But i saw a clip of it it's a cw show so i'm not gonna go too hard on this but i don't like (laughs) i don't like what i've seen so far but just saying that was one of the things that happened dc wise this week um uh the flash speaking of the flash the flash film my most anticipated movie of the year will be hitting CinemaCon 2023. This will be the first uh, public screening of the film. Now, the film has gone through many test screenings and has fared very well, unlike Uncle Man has. Um, <laughs> but uh, the Flash will be hitting CinemaCon 2023 on April 25th, or I don't know if it's April 25th. The event takes place during April, around April 25th and 27th, or something like that. But That's big. We're going to see what uh, the live reaction is, which also means look out for spoilers. Be careful. Um, I obviously don't want... I don't like spoilers at all, so I will um, pay attention to this to the best ability to avoid the spoilers. And of course, I'll let you know what uh, the testing um, results are saying about the film, but again, the film is doing very well. A side note to this, I did... Again, I've been pretty vocal about my... fandom of Ezra Miller, and I did look up more stuff on Ezra, and there's something on Twitter, and I don't have the handle right now. You can search Ezra Miller. There is a person who did, like, a frickin' thread of proving all this stuff against Ezra's just BS, which I've been screaming this whole time, and you can read it, and you can see all this proof and all that stuff. Yeah, again, let's stop attacking Ezra, (laughs) alright? It's already been very clear that Ezra did not do the things they are being accused stuff in a lot of realms the stuff that Ezra did already paid for Uh, so let's just move forward with this and you know get that out of the way this film is going to be huge it's going to be a big time thing I don't want some stupid BS controversy which has been BS controversy pretty much since the beginning uh, to harp that booty so again go there read it and see all this stuff that is proving oh well one of these people that accused Ezra of something was a stalker of Ezra oh shocker Oh, so shocking to find out these people who are making these accusations have ulterior motives, like normally you see with celebrities. But nonetheless, Flash film is hitting CinemaCon, and we'll see how the uh, live public screenings go. Um, Other thing news here is DC is putting a property over on Netflix, but sorry, Snyder vs. Fannies, it is not... Zack Steiner's Justice League continuation. It is Dead Boy Detectives, which is based on DC Comics characters of the same name. It'll be now heading to Netflix as opposed to HBO Max, where it did have a show originally planned as a spinoff from the Doom Patrol. The characters did show up on that. Uh, Netflix is already the home, of course, to Sandman, which was getting a season two. And, you know, of course, Sandman's based in DC Comics for home. And now this series is heading over there. Uh, The series is described as a fresh take on a ghost story that explores loss, grief, death through the lens of Edwin Payne and Charles Rowland, two dead British teenagers and their very alive friend, Crystal Palace. So, it's a lot like vintage detective series, only darker and on acid. (laughs) Um, So, you know I love DC. I'm going to check it out. I still need to watch the Sandman, to be honest with you. but. It's interesting to me. I mean, you think about, and of course, there's just I I don't know what's going on with HBO Max. There's things that are getting canceled or removed, and but there's still shows coming to HBO Max. I think they're trying to just figure everything out right now, especially you know with the new slate with DC that's going on, and all that with uh, the plans with you know James and Peter and figuring out you know where they're going with everything. Of course, there will be shows on HBO Max. but It's interesting to see that. And, of course, they're going to get money from this, which is a thing. You know, they need to recoup some money. So, into it. I'm glad that's happening. Uh, And, again, I'll check out the show. The show sounds interesting enough, which is a good tie-in to now jumping into the horror realm and the horror news. But that was the DC talk right there, man. So, check it out. If you want to go look at the Red Death CW Flash version, you go check that out. Um, Again, the Flash is hitting CinemaCon in April. And we got the Dead Boy Detectives heading over to Netflix as opposed to previously being on HBO Max. And also, again, look up the facts on Ezra Miller's allegations before just hating them because of article headlines. All right. Let's see. Going to horror. And this name is not very horror, but this name has been added to a horror film. Jennifer Nettles. You may know her. She is a singer for the band Sugarland once say Sugarland you know that band that does oh stuck like glue that band she's the lead singer um she has joined the cast of the upcoming exorcist film from David Gordon Green and is apparently in a now unnamed primary role in the film Uh, The Exorcist is still the working title for the film and is planned to be a first of a trilogy from Blumhouse, Morgan Creek, Universal, and Peacock. The movie is still on track for a theatrical release of October 13th, 2023, so later this year. I am very interested in this movie. Now, Jennifer Nettles' acting, I don't know much about. I know she was in The Righteous Gemstones, which was awesome. She was good in that, but I don't know her other uh, acting. Uh, (laughs) Um... But good for her being added to this. As for the working title, The Exorcist, I'm sure it's probably just going to be called The Exorcist again. Remember, David Gordon Green just did the Halloween trilogy, and the first film was still called Halloween. So I will not be surprised if this movie is called The Exorcist as they're going forward. Then the next one will be The Exorcist Kills, and The Exorcist Ends. (laughs) I had to. I had to do it. But... I'm interested in this movie, man. Like, I've become a bigger fan of The Exorcist. Like, I saw that movie when I was younger and just being like a dumb punk kid. I'm like, nah, this movie's boring, you know. As I got older and watched it, I'm like, oh, this movie is terrifying. <laughs> like, even to this day, for a movie that came out so long ago, like that movie is just terrifying. And I absolutely love the the ranking it has. It is one of the highest raked movies of the horror genre, and it deserves that. It is an absolute classic horror film that is just deserving of all the praise it gets and i've become more of a fan of it over the years i'm hoping halloween horror nights brings it back to orlando did recently last year or the year before was at uh, the hollywood again and it's like man i want to fly out there to see that i've almost bought the shirt a couple times um but i'm trying to lose weight so buying shirts right now is probably not the best thing because you know you want I don't want to like you anyways it's a whole other topic but i'm interested in this movie like i want to see how this goes i didn't hate david gordon green's halloween trilogy i mean the first halloween movie is very awesome I'm not just saying that because it was filmed here and i drive by one of the filming locations every day but i thought that first movie is really freaking awesome the second movie yeah you know we can go back and forth on the the ends movie i didn't I don't have as much of a problem with it as everybody else does. I kind of get what he was going for with that movie, so we'll wait and see what's happening with The Exorcist. It is still planned to release later this year. We'll see how that works out. Um, Not a lot of info coming from that, but they're still doing a lot of casting for the film and all that. Not hearing much other news from The Exorcist other than that, but nonetheless, it's happening this year so far, so I'll keep you posted if that changes at any point in time, but still happening let's see uh christopher landon who did a couple blumhouse films and recently had a movie come out on netflix called we have a ghost which i do need to check out soon uh, he was recently speaking uh, speaking spooking, speaking speaking with the hollywood reporter about the film we have a ghost and during that conversation was asked about um happy death day and uh, happy death day three uh if he'd rather have a Happy Death Day 3 greenlit or a crossover between Happy Death Day and his body-swapping horror comedy film Freaky, which I love Freaky. Freaky is a great movie. very good movie, man. That makes me just want to watch it. Anytime I think about Freaky, I want to watch it. Also, Good House at Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, So for Landon, the choice is clear. He said, quote, It would definitely be Happy Death Day 3. I have that movie in my head. I know exactly what I want. It's actually a bigger movie than the previous two films, and that's part of the issue, ultimately. The third movie needs to be a bigger budget, but since the second movie didn't perform, as well as the first, it's a tall order. I'm still holding out hope that Universal will give me a chance, because it would be a really fun conclusion, end quote. Now, this is a Blumhouse jam, right? Yeah, so it's, I wouldn't put it past Blumhouse doing at least the third Happy Death Day movie. They're, of course, working on other things. I just mentioned The Exorcist. Blumhouse is always, just seems to have something going on. They just announced a video game um, expansion, or expansion or video game, they're, They're getting into video games. Um, We talked about that on the Slash Report. That's one of the uh, news articles that I'm not going to touch on here because we talked about it on the Slash Report. Again, go check that out on the Slash Report. We talked about that. We also talked about another bit of news I was going to talk about on this show, but we handle it on the Slash Report. That is the IT prequel series. You can hear my thoughts as well as uh, Zach and Wonderful's thoughts on the Slash Report about both of those. But, you know, Happy Death Day. I don't remember liking the first movie all that much. Um. And I, I I think maybe I'm due a rewatch. I think there was just something about the ending I didn't like about that movie. But Happy Death Day Two or Happy Death Day to You, I think it's called. Um, I didn't hate because that movie felt like it was being more of what that movie should be, and just a really goofy, you know, film. Um, so, I mean, I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I think it did leave it open for something to happen for a third film. You know, of course, Blumhouse has... I mean, what do they have coming up? I know they have a lot of stuff coming up, but Five Nights is Freddy. There was a photo released of them setting up the uh, one of the sets there, so that is actually happening, um, which I, I didn't doubt. I've seen all the articles about that. It's just been a while in the making, but uh, it's definitely happening, and um, something else. They have The Exorcist. Uh, Megan. Megan 2.0 is happening, so they have stuff on the radar. But I would not be surprised if a Happy Death Day 3 happened. As far as the crossover between that movie and Freaky, I don't know. I mean, I can see the I can see the common common the common uh, aspects there. I mean, why they're both Chris landing, two Blumhouse jams, three, you know, the star is a blonde girl, you know, um, kind of the same vibe and feel, but Freaky's a lot more fun to me. Uh, I mean, yeah, you could. <laughs> yeah, you could. You could do it, sure. But I don't know if we need that to happen, to be honest with you. I, I'd watch it, sure, but I don't think we need it to happen. I think Happy Death Day 3, just like Christopher Landis says, is the more more obvious one to go with. I would say you can do a Freaky too, if you want to, but, you know, Happy Death Day 3. And you gotta get Catherine Newton back. Catherine Newton seems to be on the upswing, especially just now with Ant Man. So we'll see how that all goes out. But, you know, that's why Happy Death Day 3 has not happened yet. Blumhouse, I guess, or Universal, more so, is a little questionable since the second film did not do as well as the first movie. But hey, give it a go, man. See what happens. It's kind of fun. Now, jumping into other aspects of stories and going to lead off Freaky. We just talked about the movie Freaky. We're going to talk about another movie that has Freaky in the name Freaky Friday. Now, of course, there was the 1970s film of Freaky Friday, but this has to do more with the 2003 film. Uh, And there's been reports, and I've talked about this on my show before, there's been rumblings of a sequel to Freaky Friday happening, and apparently it seems even closer now to being an actual thing uh it seems to be now i haven't seen it green lit or anything it hasn't officially been announced or anything like that but jamie lee curtis continues to tease and hint at something happening with freaky friday even most recently chatting um at the producer's guild award saying quote it's going to happen without saying there's anything officially happening i'm looking at you in this moment and saying of course it's going to happen it's going to happen end quote i Why not? (laughs) I mean, two thousand three. We're in what the year in the year twenty twenty three. So twenty years later. Um, Why not? I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis has. She's always had a great career. She's one of my favorite actors, if not my favorite actress. But she's on just killing it right now between the Halloween trilogy that just happened, and she she's winning awards for her performance in everything, everywhere, all at once, which I still need to freaking see. Um, So obviously, I mean, she's. A freaking Hollywood legends! So why wouldn't you want to do a movie with her? Lindsay Lohan is on. The their come up? I, I don't know. Um, Lindsay, you know, has gone through some personal issues. She seems to be getting better. And Freaky Friday for me is one of those movies I think of first when it comes to Lindsay Lohan. Um, I know a lot of people go Mean Girls, but. I like Freaky Friday, it's a really fun movie, again, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, it's probably why, but I think Lindsay's really good in it, and I think the the dynamic they have in the movie works really well, Um, and I would be open to a sequel to the film, I mean, hell, that song gets stuck in my head anytime I think about Freaky Friday, I don't even know the name of it, but I just remember that line, you're it, you're the ultimate, that song, that freaking song gets stuck in your head, man, Um, but it's a fun movie, and i mean 20 years later lindsey is on board jamie's obviously on board so why not i mean why (laughs) why not take it i mean you got the nostalgia factor which has been the biggest thing in hollywood lately is let's do everything to make nostalgia let's reboot a movie let's redo this let's redo that let's bring this in here let's do a connection movie let's do a requel or whatever like it's the big thing so why not do another freaky friday movie and it's not going to hurt anything you know and it could be a fun film so uh it looks like that is more than likely going to happen of course i'll let you know when that officially gets announced on the show but it seems to be happening uh let's see up next warner brothers man this is part of their plan remember when david zaslav took over he had some plans one was dc get the dc thing going and we know the dc thing is going now um it's in shape it's, it's 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 getting there um now they have announced the revamping of the lord of the rings franchise which remember was one of the franchises as brought up about wanting to get something going around um on an earnings call David Zaslav announced that a newly installed studio leaders mike de and pam abdi have brokered a deal to make multiple films based on the J.R.R. Tolkien books. Now, of course, there is the show on Amazon, but this will, be of course, be the movies. Uh, the project will be developed through Warner Brothers' New Line Cinema. Uh, no filmmakers have been attached to the project as of yet, but in a statement with Variety, Peter Jackson and his main Lord of the Rings collaborators said, "Warner Brothers have kept us in the loop every step of the way." Now, I. Have not watched every Lord of the Rings movie, not watched the Hobbit movies. They have not caught my attention. I believe I tried to watch like the first movie. I was like, meh. Um, I, I didn't follow through with it. But I will eventually go back and watch those movies. I like, probably at some point in time. Who freaking knows? But I, I, not shocking, you know, that they'll be taking on doing it while there's a TV show out there could lead to some kind of issues. And I'm defracting. Diff- couldn't see from the article I read but I'm sure the two are not connected you know again one's at Amazon this is Warner Brothers doing their thing over here so I know this is big for Lord of the Rings fans which congratulations I'm glad for you I'm glad you get something new in your your wheelhouse here and this again fits into what I was talking about earlier with David Zazlev working on things which leads into cause the other franchise he mentioned was the Wizarding World and trying to get that stuff going which the whistling world is doing fantastic right now with the game hogwarts legacy like that game is breaking records and it's not even fully out yet like it's 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 out for like pc and uh, playstation 5 which is what i'm playing it on it's out on whatever the xbox system is but it still has to release on like other other systems like the ps4 and the xbox whatever the fuck (laughs) that stuff right um or it may have when within since then, but it's been breaking records, like Twitch records and all that stuff, and it's just killing it everywhere and getting amazing reviews and all that stuff. It by all means should be game of the year when the game awards happens, but you know, there may be some politics that make that not happen. But it we all know that it's the game of the year already. And there's already talks of sequels and not just a sequel to the game, but a freaking whole franchise building out of the video game that is now going on. So Is that the Wizarding World area that Warner Brothers is going in? Or will we start seeing uh, other films? Fantastic Beast is... I'm not going to say it's dead, because it hasn't officially been announced as dead. There's rumors out there that it is, but it hasn't been officially announced as done. Um, There's still supposed to be other movies, and at least two more. Um, We'll see. (laughs) Um... And then, of course, there's always been the rumors and the rumblings of oh, they're going to do the Cursed Child film and bring back the original cast to do that. Um, I don't know if they're doing that yet. Now, there's talks of a Harry Potter show on HBO Max. Um, don't know. But that's, that's the next franchise, right? I mean, you've got DCs up and running. you got you created DC Studios. you got a head, you got two heads over there taking care of it. They're building the thing up. Now you've got Lord of the Rings going up. So... Wizarding World is the next thing to work on, so hey, I'm obviously going to follow that, I'm a, I'm a Wizarding World fan, Um, so I'm going to follow all the bits and pieces that happen there, and I will let you know, talk, Wizarding World might become one of the major topics on this show, but hey, why not, let's get it going, let's figure, it. <laughs> holy crap, sorry for coughing in your ears, and that came out of nowhere, I apologize, I don't know what that was, but that freaking sucked, that hurt, wow, alright, <laughs> that's, that's wow finish this show up before apparently wow that was weird okay uh last bit has been news here to touch on is that uh the walking dead actor and most recently in nope steven young has joined the cast of thunderbolts in an undisclosed role that is significant to the movie and could also play a role in the future films um Thunderbolts is currently scheduled to arrive in theaters on July 26, 2024. Uh, if you're not keeping up, Thunderbolts is essentially Marvel's Suicide Squad. You know? Um, super villains recruited by the government, blah, 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 to do stuff. Meh. You know, Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, that's basically what that is. Florence Pugh, the amazing Florence Pugh's in it. David Harbour's in it. Harrison Ford has been cast in the movie. You've got Wyatt Russell. You've got, you know, pretty much anybody you've seen before, Sebastian Stan is going to be back. And he's apparently the leader. Um, You got Julie Louis-Dreyfus. There's people off the top of my head. Sure, I'm missing people. Um, But it could be cool. You know, that cough just ruined me. (laughs) Um, It probably ruined your ears as well. Again, I'm sorry. But that's cool. Steve Young's been in. He's he's a good actor. You know, I like what he did in Nope. He was good in The Walking Dead from uh, the time that I was on there. I made it through um, a good bit of The Walking Dead before I was just like, I can't do it anymore. If um, I have, I've said, I'm going to go back and watch that show, but between that and Supernatural, I'd probably pick Supernatural first, but yeah, it's a lot of watching. Um, and we already know how I am with shows, baby, but that's cool. Good for him joining this and it being a ongoing role, you know, like I said, he was, he was good in Nope. I haven't seen Nope in a while, but. I've seen nopes since on in theaters, but he was good in it, and can't wait to see who he ends up playing. And I'm not really gonna know who it is. You know, again, I'm not the Marvel guy, but I'm interested in seeing what they got going on over there. I've my, I've never really hated Marvel. My just unease feeling of it not connecting with me, kind of thing. It just doesn't connect with me. <laughs> you know, that's what. It, that's a. That's essentially what it is. I don't hate Marvel. I just don't. It doesn't connect with me in the way it connects with other people, but, um, yeah, that's going to do over for the show. I don't know. Ooh. Freaking dead throat right now. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you listening to the show. God, let will take a drink real quick. See if I can clear this up. Oh yeah, baby. Get that Pepsi, man. That helped me out a little bit. Uh, so yeah, that's the show. Got some DC news, fun stuff going on there. we got some horror news. we got some other bits and pieces there. Are you excited for a Freaky Friday sequel as much as I am? Or are you excited about these Lord of the Rings movies that are on the way? Let me know, man. Let me know what you're thinking. Um, And then Knock of the Cabin, if you've seen it, let me know if you want to talk about that. Or let me know what you thought of the movie. But overall, that's going to do it for this episode, man. Apologize again for coughing in here. Um, go check out the Throw Me Podcast Network year one anniversary. That is on the Throw Me Podcast Network's YouTube right now. Man, celebrate with us uh, as we continue to build for the future. As well as check out everything else we got going on there and all the awesome shows that will be releasing later this week. Again, there's a new episode of The Metal Groove out now with a really cool interview on it. Uh, we got this show and then we're going to have all kinds of goodies coming uh, throughout the week with all our other shows, man. So check them out, man, but appreciate you taking the time to listen to this show, it's awesome that you decided to listen to me cough in your ear, (laughs) but uh, nonetheless, I thank you all for joining in, that is it for this episode, I will be back next week with another 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 episode Um, and as always remember that happiness can be found even in the darkest of times if one remembers to turn on the light, talk to you all next episode